Welcome to the Reach the Stars podcast, a collection of conversations with cool people who do cool things. Brought to you by Papercraft Miracles. Each week, we'll bring you inspiring stories of persistence, passion, and purpose. With your host, Jonna Willoughby-Lore. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Reach the Stars podcast. I am your host, Jonna Willoughby-Lore. And today, my guest is my lovely friend, Kathy Walker, who is one of the funniest ladies I think I've ever met in my life. She has been part of a family business and was boss as hell running that for a long time. And now she is an author and she's written many books and she's going to tell you a little bit about herself. Welcome to the show, Kathy. Good morning, Jana. <laughs> I'm pleased to be doing this podcast with you. <laughs> so why don't you uh, tell everyone like the the quick version of your life story? <laughs> All right. Uh, I was brought up in a family industrial supply company started by my grandfather all my life. And um, I went to college at Buffalo State and I was a criminal justice major. And from there, I was planning on pursuing a career in law. Uh, I finished with that, the bachelor's degree at Buffalo State. And then I became involved with our industrial supply company. Uh, I was sales manager and third generation vice president uh, after my grandmother abdicated her position, which she really didn't want to do. And uh, then we became involved in selling BF Goodrich industrial supplies, hose, V-belts, gloves, everything for industry, going from paper mills to corning glass and i ended up um, uh, selling chrysler corporation overflow tubing uh, through one of our customers in jamestown uh, who made engines for chrysler corporation and uh, we were asked to uh, see if we could make overflow tubing for chrysler well we got a hold of our bf goodrich company and that was a win-win situation and so all the overflow tubing uh was put on all the dodge stealth cars the k cars you probably remember those john all the grandparents had them and uh also some of the trucks uh, after that, uh, I decided that I was going to get into selling insurance. So I moved to Annapolis, Maryland, and worked with my cousin in his insurance company. Well, I missed New York State, and uh, my grandmother had fallen ill at that time, and I came back and helped my uh, family take care of her until she passed. Uh, while doing that, um, after a bit, my mother was um, put into assisted living and I thought what am I going to do so one day I'm looking through some of our recipes that my grandmothers and my great-grandmothers had um, put together and I thought I'm going to make a cookbook so some of these recipes the name of the book is Swedish Traditions a smorgasbord of Scandinavian recipes by Kathy Edstrom Walker so some of the recipes date back to 1913, the candy recipes. Um, we have Swedish meatballs. We have Swedish spritz cookies, bars, Swedish pancakes, souffles, everything that our families had grown up on. Uh, after that, I got to going with the books and I put together a book about our industrial supply company, how it got started. And the name of that book is called Tales of a Family Business. Do as I say, not as I do. 
<laughs> and uh, working with a family is a challenge for everyone in a business. <laughs> Everybody has their own ideas. And then the founders don't want to change for the new ideas. So it's a very interesting book. Uh, what it amounts to is that everybody was dedicated in doing their position. And there may have been a couple of calamities that had come up, but the business held st steadfast and um, it's like it was unsinkable. <laughs> and so that's, it's a very interesting book. The other book that I have, the three that I've had published, I wrote about one of my friends who was in a car accident. And the name of that is Blunders, Car Accidents, Lawyers, and Insurance. And what it amounts to is you have to be very careful in choosing a law firm uh, who's going to go to bat for you, not somebody who's going to give you a bunch of jargon and promises that you're going to get a million to $30 million. And uh, this goes into all the episodes. Um, my friend was stuck. In a motel, her law firm kept her in a motel for a year until she could actually have a court appearance. And it uh, just gets very interesting. Um, it's hilarious. The opposing attorney uh, hits the other attorney in the head. And it's, it's, it's like a Keystone Cop uh, story. And then, and then the attorney is saying, to the judge, is there no respect in this courtroom? So uh, it's serious, but there is some uh, comedy in the book also. So it's, uh, it's very interesting. But I do have five other books uh, dealing with assisted living, uh, nursing homes uh, during the COVID epidemic that uh, these people were going through. And it's, I think it's very interesting. Once they're published, uh, people are going to read through this and say, oh, my gosh, I can actually attest to some of these issues. Um, the books we've decided, there will be eight of them eventually here. Uh, and the proceeds, a percentage of that will be going into a foundation that's going to be started by my family to help families who are going to be putting loved ones in assisted living and nursing homes, uh, what to look for, uh, what kind of care they're going to be getting, what kind of food they're going to be getting, and many, many other things. Uh, the other problem is also when they say, would you sign here, would you sign there? Unless you can take that to an attorney who is an elder care attorney, you actually don't know what you're signing. So it should be, uh, should be very interesting. We're very excited to get this foundation going. Uh, it's going to be located in Snyder or Williamsville, New York. And it will be for uh, everybody in Western New York to take advantage of. We want to be an advocate to these families and, and help them out and show them the pros and cons of uh, assisted living and uh, regular nursing homes. Well, that's quite the life, Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you uh, I have a couple questions one I want to know is the family business still going uh the family business was closed um because my father contracted lung cancer and uh my brother 
didn't want to carry on the business. I didn't want to carry on the business. We had a large staff of people. Uh, we eventually had gotten into selling fire equipment in Sutfin fire trucks. We've gone to a seminar in Dublin, Ohio for a Sutfin fire truck uh, exhibit. And uh, so we had quite a few different people doing many things, but we didn't want to carry that on. Uh, and our major customer in Jamestown, New York, uh, they sold their business. And uh, we thought now was the time for us to close it. So we didn't sell our company. We just closed it. So it, had, it, it ran its course and uh, did what it needed to do. Yes, it was over, over 50 years old. And they were, when you read my book, you're going to see a lot of very interesting things that had happened in that business. So every time I talk to Kathy, she tells me about some kind of wild experience that she's had. She knows a lot of people. And it seems like every single day in your life is an adventure. Um, yes, with it all, is. With all these wild people that you know. And I want to make sure that we have time for the five questions. And I think it's going to be a fun lightning round. The listeners will get to uh, have a little glimpse into the wild world of Kathy because telling everyone about your life story does not highlight the wildness that is Kathy. Yeah. <laughs> so, the first question, it's five question time. Okay. The first question is, tell me about an experience or a single moment that shaped who you are today? Uh, I would say probably uh, I grew up with uh, many cousins, but I grew up with 13 old maid aunts. And uh, where our house was located was more or less, the whole street was all relatives that lived on the whole street. And I had a lot of old maid aunts, 13, and it's like my great-grandmother would say, and you're going to be number 14. Well, I've had pros and cons and different things like that. But uh, they more or less shaped my life. They more or less uh, showed me and taught me various things from making a ham sandwich while my cousins are coming from Cleveland and my one... Auntie is saying only use one slice of ham because those kids aren't worth two. <laughs> so they were very frugal. And then uh, I was taught how to mow the lawn correctly, how to do wash windows correctly from my aunts. So my whole summer projects were painting jobs with them. Uh, mowing the grass, and then they'd get a little worried that maybe I was getting too warm outside, so I'd have to come in and rest for a, an hour and have a root beer float. <laughs> <laughs> but, but my world was shaped more or less from my grandmothers and my aunts, and uh, I had uh, five grandmothers at one time. Uh, great-grandmothers and maternal and paternal grandmothers and one grandfather. So uh, I, was, I think that I was very fortunate in growing up. Actually, I think I was very spoiled by them, and that's probably why I am the way I am today. <laughs> but, uh, but it was very interesting. Okay, number two, when you feel defeated or overcome, what do you tell yourself to keep going? 
I tell myself, you've got to get up and get going. You cannot let this beat you down. And I'll tell you, being in sales, uh, you're more or less used to rejection. If you go in and make a call, a cold call, a canvas call, and somebody says, oh, I buy that from somebody else. What do you have to offer? What's going to be different? Why is your product better than their product? And then you really have to scratch your head and give them a big selling job. But uh, I think that more or less, you're either born to be a salesperson or you aren't. So, so get up and get out there. Okay. Number Great. three. I just love that your your answer is like, you just sell yourself on not sucking. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do I do? It's like, so crappy. I don't because I sell myself on how awesome I am. Uh, that's exactly it. Yes. I mean, it's. I've had a lot of people on this show who've been through a lot of really difficult things and it's very refreshing to have someone on the show who's just like so full of joy and you're always laughing and having a good time and thank you. I just have a hard time believing that like you're ever not really happy, you know? <laughs> like well, I'm really not ever I'm usually I have a good sense of humor never really get too mad it's got to be something that's going to really make me furious that i'm going to get mad about like if i have to sit in a garage and have my oil changed in my car and it gets to be two and a half hours that might kind of ruffle my feathers a bit but other than that i'm pretty easy going <laughs> okay um number three tell me about a way that you overcame a failure or a mistake and what you learned from it well, in my book, Tales of a Family Business, my grandfather had decided that he was going to semi-retire and that we needed to take on another salesman. At that time, I was not involved in the company. They, uh, <laughs> they had little tryouts for some of my male cousins. My poor dad had to take them around and see how they acted with the customers and this and that and everything. Well, my dad would come, come home and say to my mother, I can't hire any of these guys. They know more than the salesmen or they're, they're too arrogant or they're not going to pull their weight or some darn thing. And <laughs> so they decided on one of my boyfriends and at that time he was working at the bank and he was going to college and he was going to be an attorney and everything while well, he finished with college and so they all decided well why don't we hire him so my dad takes him around and click he was perfect he just fit right in the only problem is this is the learning lesson is that i went to a party one night and he said, oh, I hear you're getting married. I said, to who? <laughs> because they know I'm a confirmed old maid and a professional dater. So, anyway, so, so they said, well, from what we've heard, you're going to be getting married next year. And uh, your so-called <laughs> husband-to-be is going to be taking over the family business. I said, well, that's all news to me. I told my parents that, and I said, I'm through with him, and it was my fault because I dated him for nine years, but I just couldn't make my mind. <laughs> and so the learning lesson is this. Beware of someone who is underlying that's going to take over your business 
because it's not going to be working. <laughs> so, so I, I put that out for any business person because never hire a friend in a business or a boyfriend or somebody because next thing you know, they're spending the company money and they think that they're going to run it. So that's a learning lesson for your business, Jono. That's a, that's a good tip. I won't hire any boyfriends. My husband will be very upset. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> okay. Number four. What one trait or habit is most responsible for keeping you on track? Uh, well, it used to be my mother. <laughs> But my mother's deceased, so my brother has taken over her position. But sometimes he just gets too flustered and gives up because I'm too, <laughs> too headstrong. <laughs> he is a sensible one. Do you have Do you have any um, regular daily routines or anything that, like, you know, keeps you keeps you on point with with? Uh, oh yes, I do. Yes, I'm up at uh, 4.30 every morning, headed to the gym at 5 o'clock, work out for a while. Uh, we conclude with that, and then uh, we head to Starbucks, and we discuss world issues. After that, I go home, get my day going. That's my routine. And then uh, I look forward to my NAVO meetings which is National Association of Women Business Owners. I look forward to my Grow Buffalo and a few other meetings. So, but I, I totally enjoy my meetings. <laughs> so I want to know, when do you ever sleep? Because I have definitely seen you sending messages and commenting on Facebook <laughs> at like midnight, but you get up at 4.30 every day and go to the gym. How? How do you, how do, you do this? Well, I don't require, I don't require a lot of sleep. <laughs> and probably when I'm sending the messages, it's when we've been to our friend's boat at Holiday Harbor and we have our high school gang that's come into town to visit. And I've heard enough of them. So I'm getting on Facebook. <laughs> Number five, what is the best piece of advice that you've ever gotten? And what advice would you give to other people besides don't hire your boyfriend? The best piece of advice, I have to tell you this one. My grandfather told me this years ago. He said to me, and it was a real head scratcher. He said to me, you know, he said, if you aren't very good looking, he said, you have to have a good personality. So I scratched my head over that for years. And I told that <laughs> to my aunt one time and she said, where did he come up with that? So that's that's something to think of. If you're not very good looking, you should have a good personality. But the thing is, uh, to me, I think everyone's good looking and they shine in some area of life. And if they have a good personality, more power to them. It's always in the eye of the beholder. <laughs> it really is. It really is. Isn't it though? Yes. Oh my goodness. Kathy. <laughs> You cracked me up. Um, I hope I've made your day. <laughs> you always make my day, Kathy. I think that um, 
your ability to just find humor and light in like every situation and you just I think you just bring happiness wherever you go and I think thank world, you very much meets more Kathy's I'm glad to have you on my show <laughs> I appreciate it Jana and I'm glad to have been on your show <laughs> all right y'all Thanks for hanging with us on the Reach the Stars podcast. We're going to have links to Kathy's website uh, where you can buy her books and uh, and check out more about her um, in the show notes. And so you'll be able to see that and buy her books and uh, keep up. On- and it does go, a percentage of the sale of the books will be going into this foundation, which we can't wait to get that started because so many families need this extra support. They sure do. For the nursing homes and assisted living. Awesome. All right. Anyway, thanks (laughs) everybody for hanging with us on the Reach the Stars podcast. I am your host, Jonna Willoughby-Lore. My guest guest today, Kathy Walker, uh, who never stops laughing. Um, Thank you, Jonna. And we will see you next time on the Reach the Stars podcast. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you. A single interaction has the power to change your life forever. This is a place for the stories of those moments. Stories of pursuing dreams, overcoming tragedy and failure, of coming back to life after so much of what feels like dying, of continuing on with only a vision as a map. This is the place where those moments live on. Come sit by the fire, look up at the stars, and be forever changed too. Thank you for being with us on the Reach the Stars podcast. Our theme music is generously provided by Byrocratic. You can find him on Bandcamp.com. Thank you to all of our current patrons, guests, and everyone else who helps make this dream a reality. We are so proud to be building this amazing community with all of you. If you love this podcast, please consider sharing with a friend, leaving a review on iTunes, and becoming a patron at www.patreon.com slash reach the stars. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel to see the videos of these conversations. We'll see you next week. In the meantime, do something cool and tell us about it.